clearing this computer. Fantastic. Okay. Welcome, everyone. So, this is week 12, and our topic this week is going to be your naturally healthy self concept. Um, and we're going to be doing some coaching as well. But before we get into that, let's just take a moment to remember that, like, and set the intention, like whatever you need help with today, like you're going to get exactly what you need today. And we don't need to know how that's true. So um, but just, just put that up to the universe that, that whatever you need help with, whatever you're struggling with right now, that is going, you're going to get what you need today. Okay, so I thought I'd start this um, week's call with something different. And we're going to, I just wanted to share a celebration from Debbie that she posted in the in the group because I think, think this lesson might be helpful for all of us. Um, so Debbie had written, enjoying experimenting with what works for my body. And she said, I've been trying some suggestions, Jules had discussed, to address my weight plateau and constipation. Um, I'm seeing improvements and I feel really good about it. So the latest experiment was to add a high fiber snack um, a couple of hours before dinner with uh, with an afternoon tea about 3 to 4 p.m. I'm doing a combo of chia seed pudding with flax, um, which is also known as linseeds in Australia, Greek yogurt, and just a bit of probiotic granola found at Costco uh, for a little sweetness and crunch. It's not a big quantity of food, but it's probably at least 10 grams of fiber and seems to be helping with the constipation. I also find I'm looking forward to having it. The added benefit is that it's making the enough challenge for the dinner time meal much easier. So I'm not that hungry at dinner time, so I can enjoy a much smaller amount at dinner and still feel satisfied. So I've done this for a couple of days now and it feels really good. I've now had five days of consistent progress on the scale. Key thought, I love learning about myself and trying new things. I can do this. So yay, just wanted to celebrate Debbie. And just, yeah, just a reminder to everyone that like, getting enough fiber is so important. Like, so if you, and I've really noticed that like myself, that when, like, when I'm not getting enough fiber and things aren't regular in that department, that like, and what happens is like the food's sitting in your intestine for longer. So we're absolutely absorbing more of the nutrients than if you're you have a a, a, rap, a, a more a more normal transit time so it can actually you know make a big difference to like your weight so if you're at that plateau something to think about is just you know, are you getting enough fiber and maybe doing an experiment where you have like a really high fiber day and for me i have flax seeds linseeds i have with yogurt every day like literally like if I go even if I when I went to Melbourne for the weekend I packed my seeds and I went to the, the store and bought some yogurt so I could have my seeds in yogurt every day because I just that regularity makes a big difference I just feel so much better when I'm doing that and also it by having it I do it in the afternoon as well and having that afternoon snack I find I'm much less hungry at like, ravenous when I'm cooking dinner and so I'm able to like not pick when I'm cooking dinner and I'm able to enjoy my meal more. And I'm also like, it does help with satisfied and enough and feeling good. So just wanted to share that tip for everyone. If you're at a plateau, might be playing around with fiber, might be a good, good one to do. Okay. So who's got, um, yeah, like, let's post in the chat of like, let's think about what one tiny win that you can celebrate today. Like what's something that's working well that you like, it doesn't matter how small, it could be a shift, just something you've noticed 
that you want to celebrate today and type in the chat so that we can all um, celebrate you and celebrate each other and also recognize the progress that we're making. So, um, yay, Stephanie said, leaving food on my plate. Awesome, Stephanie. That's a great one. We love that. <laughs> Anyone else? Let's type, let's, let's see. I'll just talk about the plan for today, but I, I want to see, like, want to get, take this seriously, like sharing your wins, noticing your wins, celebrating each other's wins, like no matter how small, like really makes a huge difference. Um, Oh my goodness, Aideen's finished off, off her taxes. <laughs> Fantastic, Aideen. Even though it's not in my area of expertise for coaching, there we go. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so plan for today is um, going to share some news and I wanted to share that celebration from Debbie, and which we've done. Um, going to quickly talk about our manifesto. I thought we might just have a like manifesto. We'll just highlight one part of the manifesto each week moving forward, just to remind ourselves of this naturally perceived healthy person. Oh, yay. Mel started weighing us up again. Awesome, Mel. Um, yes, Lisa started automatically thinking my body is not a trash can. Um, love it. The American version in Australia, we would say rubbish can, <laughs> rubbish bin actually in Australia. So that's awesome. Um, Pam said, oh, she's got made some good choices for breakfast and lunch this week. So zucchini and almond cake bread slash bread and all veggie fed and muffins. Yum. Kim's saying comfortable with my feeling and new enough. Awesome. Awesome. Yay. This is fun. Keep going, guys. I want, want to hear more celebrations. There's a lot of you here who haven't typed anything in yet. Great. Sarah, yes. I had a visit with my family with no emotional eating. Yes, we love it. That's awesome. Um, Leslie came home from a trip and lost a few pounds. Oh, my goodness. Leslie had, like, this insane trip. Like, it wasn't just, like, it was, like, 19 ski resorts or something, feeling stronger. So, yay, let's go, Leslie. And eating out all the time, like, that's so cool. Okay. Okay, so that's plan for today. Oh, yeah, and I didn't write in my plan what we we're going to actually talk about. So I actually have a self-concept exercise to talk to you about that um, I experienced myself this week, and then we're going to open up to coaching. So, um, okay, so news, I am coming to America. This is so exciting. I actually had to get my passport out to see when it expired. So um, my business coach is running a, um, we're doing a, like an in-person event in the beginning end of april so i'm going to be in santa monica and i have a, a spare day so i thought i would just put it out there to to all of you that um lunch is on me if you can make your way to, to santa monica so it's sunday the um i think it's sunday the first of april yeah it is sunday the first of april i'll be in santa monica i will find a good venue and we can have lunch so just um yeah, like, yeah, just I thought I'd plant those seeds. I know it's a long way for, I don't think anyone is actually in that LA area that's in the Naturally Healthy Club, but I would just plant those seeds. And also I thought I will also plan an Australian lunch as well. So we'll do something probably in June in Canberra. So I will have a think about dates and um, just, yeah, and let you guys know. So there we go. That is very exciting. Um, I can't believe I'm actually going to get to leave the country. Um, okay, other news, time change. Um, so that's next week, Sydney time, Sydney Australian clocks are changing, which means 
and we're going to change the actual physical time, like the Sydney time of this call is changing to 10 a.m., but I think that means that this call stays the same at 8 p.m. for New York and I think it stays the same for the UK. They've changed this this week, um, but the 6 a.m., call on Tuesdays that will change that will stay 6 a.m for Sydney people but for the rest of the world it's because Australian clocks are changing it changes for everyone so confusing but that's it it's on the call schedule it's in the email um check it out <laughs> um so that's that's time change and then we're going to be good for a while so it's good we're almost through through that oh and the other news is we're doing the Monday night Sydney time call which is um, morning time UK in like middle of the night for US that call that we used to do every week I'm doing it once a month and we're going to have it the next one is on the 4th of April so next Monday 7 p.m Sydney time um, there is an opportunity to, to call um, let's say Cynthia's saying come to come to Asheville um, yeah awesome um, okay Lisa's saying it's like four days. Oh yeah, no, no, everyone, it's in like in May. Sorry, first of May, <laughs> not the first of April, <laughs> not in four days. That would be like even too quick for me. I haven't done my it's a form. So yes, it's the first of May in Santa Monica. Just put it in the back of your mind and decide if you want to want to come for a come for a trip. Okay, news. Okay, we've done Monday night calls happening. Um, and actually, reminder, next week, so the stopover drinking call, that monthly call, that'll be happening um, next week on Tuesday, Sydney time, uh, directly after this call. So that is happening. And then the special diets monthly call is the week after on the Sunday, Monday. Um, okay. And... Uh, yeah, I've put a new resource in Circle around my meal planning habits for those of you that want to um, just, you know, you don't have to be a naturally healthy person. You totally don't have to meal plan, but I do it because it brings value to, like I just, it makes my life so much easier. So if you want to check that out, that's there. If you want to like get better at meal planning, um, it is helpful. It does make your life so much easier. So but, you know, don't feel like you have to do that, but that's in the resources section in Circle. Um, okay. And just remember, like, if you, like, particularly now we're in the, in the messy middle of the six-month group, that if, you, if you've missed some sessions and you've got that thought, like, I'm falling behind, I've missed out, like, don't, like, just don't let that, use that as a reason to quit. Because the only, the only way you really fail at changing is if you stop trying. So if you quit, like that's the only way. If you just keep, keep coming back, keep coming back, you're going to get there eventually. Um, and that, like, that persistence is so, so such a valuable character trait and it's going to get you where you want to go. So if you've missed a few sessions, just jump back into the current week. It's so repetitive. You know, you know what you need to be working on. And if you don't, just turn up to the next session and say, hey, Jules, I'm lost. I don't know what I need to be working on. Or send me a message in Circle or post in the group and say, hey, I need some direction and we will get you, we'll get a simple plan and we'll get you back on track. But don't, yeah, don't try and catch up and think I have to watch everything before I can ask a question or I can ask for help. Like just jump in, jump in back to the next session, know that you'll get what you need in that. And if you do feel like you need extra help, like I'm here for you. Um, 
And just a reminder for those of you that haven't had your one-on-one call, like for this six-month group, like it's for it, that's open to everyone. The links in circle, um, I think under coaching, and um, yeah, so you can schedule some time with me. Like that's available for you, for you guys as well. So I think only about half of the people have, have done that, and it's really fun. Like I really like having that time to get to know each of you better. Okay. So our manifesto, just a reminder, like this is how we become naturally healthy people is that we think the thoughts that naturally healthy people think and we first, and then we take action from those thoughts. And so our highlight for this week is just a reminder of like the first principle of being a naturally healthy person is that we maximize the pleasure of food and that that is really a core fundamental part of being a naturally healthy person. So if it's been a while since you like really had something that you really enjoyed, I want you to just make a mental note that it's time to plan something, plan something special and actually let, allow yourself to have it, allow yourself to enjoy the anticipation of it. Um, Veronica posted a really beautiful post in their group around um, an Austrian saying that like anticipation is the best best form of best type of joy. And just a reminder to all of us that, you know, and I'm just thinking about the anticipation of my US trip, like, you know, just that anticipation is just as much fun as that me actually taking the trip. Usually for me, it's more fun than taking a trip. So same thing applies to food. Like how can you anticipate something and get all the pleasure from that as well? Um, So that is our um, manifesto of the week. And, okay, so now we might jump in and do, or actually, no, let's talk about our process. So just because we didn't do that last week. So just a reminder, our four-part process. So with the way we remember it is PRET, P-R-E-T. Um, just we remember it was just we PRET, which is the French for I am ready. And so P is for practice, so daily practice. So doing your five-minute daily exercise and where you're doing, like you're writing out your beliefs and where you're writing out your goals and when you're, you're planning planning your day and spending just a little, like five minutes each day to connect with this work and connect with, like spending five minutes, like connecting with that future, like that naturally healthy version of you who you're becoming. Um, so that's the P part. So yeah, if you've like been a bit slack on, on the, on the daily practice that maybe that's something that you could look at working on this week is like, you know, what can I plan and how can, or how can I make, get that habit back in, in the mix and how can I make it fun so that I'm going to remember to do it, like finding the right time to do it, like making the time to do it. R is for review. So that's posting in like actually just, and you can do this on in any level at any time, but just spending some time, thinking about like what's working well and then what's you know what's not working well and what you want to do differently so um lizzie had posted in the group her review she she called it glow and grow so glow was like what's working well and then grow was like her opportunities for change um so you might like to adopt that it's um that could that could be a good good way to do it but just as long as she's taking some time to reflect is, is really the key thing so E is for enough. Again, like this skill of like learning to stop when we've had enough and we're still in, we're in the final days of the enough challenge. Um, so a couple of people have said, oh, I've missed day, days of my challenge and I've been coaching and like that's completely fine. What we want to do is again, like just this idea that the only 
the only way you fail is if you quit and you stop trying. So we just want to like keep going on the enough challenge. There's no, there's like, there's no end time. So, you know, anytime that you like, if you've missed days, that's fine. You just keep going until you've, you've got your chart completed and then post it in the group and that prize will be yours. Um, so I need to think of some fun prizes for the, this, this one. And the other thing with the enough challenge is like, you know, we've got two more days left in, or three more days left in the month. So like, let's really double down on that skill of listening to ourselves and really like doing a little bit of a sprint of like, okay, let's like really focus for a couple of days on like really tuning in and really giving myself the space and giving coaching myself in the moment when I want to overeat and yeah, just really paying attention. And also you might like to play around with like, you know, are you like, should you be, could you be stopping earlier and just seeing how that feels, just doing an experiment for a day of where you like have a radical enough day where you stop like before you even like before you normally would and just see how that feels, see how that feels later. Like, do you need to go back for more food or is that okay? Like, you know, there's so much that you can, that you can do. Um, yeah. Like with, with enough. So just keep going, keep going. Like this is a skill that we're going to be killed. We're going to be still, the challenge um, is going to continue. Like it's like the skill that we're going to be working on, you know, like, so um, Leslie, like going on that amazing trip and coming home a few pounds lighter because she was listening to her body. Like she was listening to enough and that's all it takes. Like it really is like so fun to do that. Um, and then T is for tracking progress. So um yeah like weighing yourself every day if you're not not doing that like maybe playing around with the idea and actually uh, I can't remember someone messaged me um Nicole it was um Nicole um B and she had said like you know she's a thought that she has before she gets on the scale is like she says I'm collecting data no shame no pride and just I think that's that was like that's a really good thought to have because when you're getting on the scale like just reminding yourself like no like I shouldn't be feeling happy if this is if the numbers down I shouldn't be feeling shame if the numbers up like this is just data and being cool with that and I was like I'm going to remember that myself because I think like even I can get in a little bit you know disappointed if it's if it's up and like you know and so like I think that just a reminder of no shame no pride is is really a good one to have so I wanted to share that with you all okay so now we get to do our exercise and then it'll be time for some coaching so um okay so self-concept exercise so basically story behind this is like um yeah like so you take a, a step back like so when we like when we want to change anything about ourselves like there's this thing in psychology it's like our self-concept it's like how we see ourselves and we as humans act really consistently in line with our self-concept so if we see ourselves as someone who struggles with their weight or someone who loves food and can't stop when they're satisfied we keep our actions like are in line with with those thoughts that we have about ourselves and so that's and the thing is that if we don't change our self-concept like we don't change how I see it we see ourselves we can effort our way into losing weight and we can effort our way into you know exercising you know what occasionally but it, it's not never lasting change if we are 
still have this self-concept of, oh, I'm someone who struggles with my weight. Um, so the, but I was reminded of like the whole self-concept piece on the weekend. So, so because I had like, so there's been like this long ongoing thing between my Irishman and me where um, I've got it in here in my notes here. It's the saucepan conflict. And so what happens is like, so he like thinks that, you know, you should heat pans slowly and, I'm like, but, and so he takes forever in the kitchen. And whereas I'm like, no, high heat straight away, like, let's go fast. And, um, and so he's always like telling me that I'm like ruining the pans or whatever. And so we like, we've had this conflict for years. Anyway, we, he broke my, one of my saucepans. So that's a whole other story. Um, so we bought, we invested together in this new saucepan made by this um, Australian company that do, makes this amazing stainless steel. And th- on their website, they actually recommend heating slowly. So I'd, um, I was using the new saucepan on the weekend to heat some cream to make ice cream. And, of course, I wanted to heat it quickly. Solid techniques. Yes, it is, Liz. <laughs> um, very good. Um, yeah, they, they, they do really good, really good stuff. It's so well made. So I had the cream on, like had the cream in the pan, had it on not like on the highest heat. And then I had this big fight about it. But anyway, so I realized like as we were fighting slash debating um, that, and he, he actually said, Glenn actually said to me, like he's told, he, like he's told me about his self-concept. And we didn't, he didn't say this is my self-concept, but he said like, I'm someone who takes care of, care of my things. Like these saucepans are designed to last like generations like we should be handing these this saucepan over to the boys like when we die this should be like one of the things that they they get and I and he was talking about how he like he really wants to take care of his things and how important it is to him for him to take care of his things and how important like how that is such a big part of his self-concept he's like you know I buy the best and then I take care of it so that it lasts as long as possible and I was like as he was talking to me I was like actually that's me too like I, and I realized that like I want to take care of my things as well. Um, and that's like, you know, with my clothes, like I get my shoes, I take them to the cobbler, like, you know, and I was like, well, this is part of my self-concept too. And then I realized that actually, but in the kitchen, I also have this self-concept of myself that I'm a quick cook and an efficient cook. So therefore in the kitchen, my self-concept of um, wanting to, wanting things to last and taking care of my things is if I was overridden by my my self-concept that I was efficient and I actually thought it through it and I like went away and I thought about it for a while I was like actually you know what I actually don't want I actually want to to be that person who takes care of this saucepan and takes care of my things in the kitchen as well and just that that not that thought like of my self-concept I was like actually I'm willing to put my speed on the back deprioritize my speed self-concept for this taking care of myself self-concept of course I will still try and do things efficiently but I won't I'm not going to put the pans on the highest heat anymore and it was like it was really fun to think and then of course like so I was cooking that night and I like I didn't even feel the desire like I wasn't like oh I want to turn it up really high but Glenn doesn't want me to I don't want to get in trouble like it was just like no I'm just gonna like put it on six and or seven and because we agreed that seven was okay 
put it on seven and like that's okay and it and it took a couple of minutes longer but I was like this is worth it like my thoughts were this is worth it um to take care of this saucepan so you're like Jules why are you telling me a story about saucepans I thought we were here to like learn about changing our weight anyway so it was interesting because like I went back and I had like said to Glenn later I was like actually I was thinking more what you said and like I'm like I'm, I'm on board with the like let's take care of the saucepans thing and I said to him though interesting that you like have this self-concept about your things like your shoes and your saucepans and your clothes and your knives and your music equipment but you don't have that same self-concept about taking care of your body and I was like do I was one I was like wonder what would happen if you applied that self-concept to your health and he was like ah anyway so Monday he calls me from work and he's like out walking he hasn't like walked for like I don't know I can't remember like probably a year longer he's out walking like taking care of himself he's like coming to bed instead of staying up really late on Sunday night I was like this is really powerful stuff so so all that to say all that big story for just how powerful as a reminder of how powerful our self-concepts are and I thought it'd be really fun to do an exercise now where we look at like just kind of get under the hood and like spend a bit of time thinking about like what your current self-concept is and also where you have a self-concept that in other parts of your life that you might be able to transfer into this health work that we're doing to help boost your self-concept and help get you to being so that your naturally healthy self-concept is more alive for you right now. Um, okay, so everyone got a, we need to, we're going to need a pen and some paper to write with and um, okay, Jules has said two great stories, understandable examples I can embrace. Great. Thanks, Lisa. It's good to know that <laughs> it's not just my crazy brain that gets this saucepan to health thing. Um, okay, so so our exercise we're going to do now, I'm just going to do a bit of writing. And the question that I want you to like, the first question I want you to spend a bit of time, like we're just going to do a couple of minutes, is like how is it already true that you are already a naturally healthy person? Like how do how, what does like what is what's the evidence that you're already a healthy person, a naturally healthy person? So just spend a couple of minutes writing on that. I'll post it in the group. And if you're listening to the replay of this, I want you to get out your pen and paper and do the exercise as well. Because I know it can be tempting if you're do, listening while you're doing all this stuff to like, go, oh, yeah, I'll come back to that later. But you won't. So just like I know for myself, it's rare for me to do that. So if you're listening to the replay as well, come just like pause whatever you're doing, like the washing can wait, like just or folding, you know, if you're on a run, just go for it sit down somewhere pull out your phone or you've already got your phone out because you're listening on your phone and just just answer the question like how is it already true that I'm how is it true that I'm already a naturally healthy person like how do I already always already see myself as a naturally healthy person
Okay, and then the next part of this is like listing all the ways that you like already take care of yourself or your family with ease. So what are the habits and the behaviours that you have that you're already doing to take care of yourself? So you're brushing your teeth every day, I hope. Well, you have to go and see my dental hygienist because she'll get on get onto you <laughs> or you're flossing. What else do you do that's taking care of yourself every day? And, and doing it with ease, like that it's not an effort, it's just part of who you are. Okay, and now let's think about like, so which behaviours that you have at the moment that don't match with your new naturally healthy self-concept? Like what, have you, what are the behaviours that aren't taking care of you? And maybe for these ones, like, um, like if you want to post in the chat as well, so the, the ways that you're, so that we can like, come up with a way to reframe them together. But I'll give you guys a few minutes to come up with, well, maybe just, maybe it's, there's, there's a few behaviors, but maybe there's one big thing that you're doing at the moment that doesn't match your self-concept. What's your version of putting, heating the pans up on, on nine? Okay, awesome. Thanks, Jen said, eating past enough. Lisa said, I like to stick to sleep schedule more than I do. Yeah, great. I'll give everyone else a few more minutes to think and type, and then we'll all together as a group. Scrolling on my phone for no reason. Yes, I think, Jen, that's what we all often get. It's like, you know, all pervasive, isn't it? You're definitely not alone with that one. This is grabbing chocolate after a hard day. Doreen's overeat. Allowing social occasions to knock me off track. This Liz. Got two, two Liz's, Liz N. Yeah, awesome. Smacking just because, Margaret. Yeah, awesome. Struggling with consistent sleep for this palm with exercising regularly. 
Yeah. Donna is not sticking to my plan. Wine limit. I'm still using chocolate as a reward. Great. So we've got heaps to work here. So, um, yeah. Like, so who who wants to? Is any? Do I have any volunteers to come up with? Like, how come to workshop? How we can change your like? We can look at that current behavior and and reframe it in a way that makes it like help you bridge it across to being part of your self-concept. Raise your hand or I'm going to have to, will I pick someone? Who wants to have a chat? Come on. Yay, Lisa, awesome. <laughs> um, actually, what Leslie just put in there sort of um, poked me about something that actually is more important to me than sleep um, is the making of the, the food plans, which when I do, it's fabulous but I have not really been able to consistently do that. It makes shopping easier. It makes eating easier. It makes cooking better. Um, and yet with all of the benefits, I don't do it all the time. I started watching your bonus call, but I got distracted and I haven't gotten back to it. <laughs> Brilliant, Lisa. This is awesome. Yeah. So what's like, let's in terms of like self-concept, like, so you get, so intellectually, you know, that there's benefits and you feel better when you do it, but what's, what do you think is like conflicting? Like what part of you, like what, what, what part of you doesn't I think I see myself as a somewhat disorganized person who leaves things till the last minute and then focuses all their energy on that one thing and it works out fine. Right. But, um, of course. Yeah. I am. I, um, I know that I'm getting away from that in, in many ways, but just as, as you were talking about those stories um, and, and Leslie brought that up, I sort of made that connection that maybe that's old thinking. Um about that because it's so much smoother in so many ways and it makes me feel very much in charge and in control even if I don't follow it exactly it's it's yeah. I don't find it to be oppressive or anything um yeah I don't know it's, it feels like it's going against your nature doesn't it I mean, I don't think about that, but yes, yeah. it does. It does. It feels like a lot of work, something that I have to struggle with. And um, it is my husband and I, it's just the two of us right here, right now for most of the time. And, and uh, we have a Venn diagram of, you know, we have some overlap, but we like fundamentally different things. Um, so I'm always trying to choose something that will please the both of us. And I think that is a little bit of an added wrinkle, but not enough 
for the for the amount of resistance subconscious resistance that i've been yeah manifesting. This, is, this is so good lisa like it's exactly it's big the resistance is just coming from you see yourself as a crammer like you just do it all at the end and the yeah. planning is like the opposite of that it's doing it all at the beginning yeah, yeah. and that's like yeah and and that's okay like so and you've got two options it's like you can either just go all in on like I don't like yeah I, I can see benefits of planning but I don't want to like I don't like this isn't part of who I am and you can just you can just be the last minute person and that that can like just own it and go for it or you can just think about like do I really still want to be that person because I used to be the same like I would like leave exam like last minute total like chaos like and I'd pull it on either and I'd like nail it but like and so that used to be part of my self-concept too but um over the years I've gradually evolved it to whereas now I see myself as an organized person and a planner and I'm getting things done in advance person so okay so your self-concept can change like it doesn't have to stay but it's it's like it's and it's a personal like it's a choice like you can choose to like still be that person or you can choose to like to evolve into no I definitely want to be a more organized person um my my husband is and I I I totally admire and respect that and I have a a little bit of healthy envy uh, (laughs) about that um like I would like to and I know I rely on him yeah I rely on his inherent organization a lot of times um and i would like but i think you're right maybe if i just decided change is possible this is a skill that i'm working on or that i'm learning and but also like and also like think about like is there somewhere in your life already that you are organized that you do do things ahead of time like like is there anything Um, Before I was a teacher, I was a programmer and I was the most organized programmer with my binders and I could get my hands on anything and all of my computer files are beautifully organized. (laughs) It's it's like there's a bit of a split personality between work and and home. I mean, I'm capable of it on on some level. I never thought about it as just being a self-concept issue. It is. It's totally a self-concept thing. Which is good. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of funny. Like everyone's going to get exactly what they need, Lisa, today. So, and every day. But um, because I've been, yeah, let's I can go into another story. But yeah, so how can we like like organize work, Lisa? How can she just like help out with the meal? Like, and you don't have to change, like become super organized for everything, but maybe just get her to, to organize work, self-concept put the meal planning stuff under her wing so that she's taking care of it Mm. yeah that's a good thought i i well as you've got me convinced it all starts with the thoughts right (laughs) start thinking i like that metaphor of under the wing as well that for for a little while because i think when i do it it's very um I'm, I'm, it's, it's sort of a feeling of, okay, who I got that done this time, but not like I've made progress towards in, in working on this skill. 
I mean, I'm organized. I can write this stuff down. It's not, I can, I can fuddle around with the systems. That hasn't been the issue. I haven't been able to put my finger on what it is. And so yeah. I think maybe if I just say, tell myself I'm working on this as a skill. Change is possible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, and also it's like I'm, just, I'm under the wing right now. And also remembering that actually, like, cause you just said, I am an organized person. I know I can do this. Like, whereas mm. at the beginning you were like, this kind of like a chaos person. And so just connecting with that, like, so like you've got the, there's the conflicting self, self, um, self images, like self concepts that you yeah. have which is like my speed versus taking care of stuff, right. conflicting images. So we would just want to like prioritize, go actually, you know what, for meal planning, I want to actually prioritize the, the, it's actually going to be better for me if I prioritize the organized self-concept for this, this one thing. Yeah. And- yeah. Cause I would get feelings of, um, an inability to do it overwhelmed of, and sort of, I want to stick my head under the covers because I I just can't get to that right now. It's just too much. I I need to get out the door so I can get to the supermarket. And, and those things aren't totally true. And I, and I would know it, but I I couldn't get out of it. Yeah. Um, And it's because chaos Lisa was, was, it was, was like prior. Yeah. Was in charge. (laughs) <laughs> He's in charge. So we just want to go, hey, Chaos Lisa, you can come back in a second because we do need you at other times. But today, we just for this, like, we're just going to let, like, organize Lisa into. And it's actually, I think it's actually helpful to see ourselves, like, have these multiple personalities in our heads. Yeah. Like, and, and just let Chaos, like, we love like, Chaos Lisa and she's really helpful, like, like pulling up, like, in a crisis, I bet you she's, like, killing it. Like, yeah. we want to have, have her like we want to keep her on like on the team but but we want to possible to organize Lisa got him doing good with my metaphors today <laughs> no I like it I like that yeah does that feel yeah. good Lisa is that something it does can... it feels great yeah it, it feels can... great and you can have some fun with that in your head too like... got, yeah I was just thinking I'll have to come up with something to add to my belief plan tomorrow morning yeah, when I write go, out yeah. my belief plan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go. And I like the idea. I know just what you're saying because, yes, uh, organize uh, crisis li- or chaos. Lisa is very good with getting people out of the house and getting plans and being spontaneous and uh, and adapting. And she's to changes. fun. Yeah, we love her. Yeah, <laughs> like to think so. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I don't want to like get rid of her, but. She maybe needs to take a back seat in this yeah, realm. We, yeah, we don't want her like steer, driving the car like every day, <laughs> all day. Certainly yeah. not to the supermarket. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Excellent. Thanks, Jules. Yeah, awesome. Okay, great. Who else wants to have a bit of a bit of a self-concept exploration gallery? Let's see. I've got any any takers. Okay, Melanie's asked a question. Good question, Melanie. Yeah, right. Okay, so Melanie said, um, this sounds silly to me, but 
um, when I was in college, some friends lovingly called my best friend and myself skinny fat girls because we could eat and then remain um, fit and relatively thin. Um, could I have this self-concept that I, that I can eat what I want and be fine, even though I clearly cannot? Absolutely. Melanie, do you want to, can you talk? Like that would be a good one to unpack, I think. Can you hear me, Jules? I don't yeah. have a camera up. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool, Melanie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can talk. I'm prepping dinner, but yes, I can talk at the uh -huh. same time. Excellent. Yeah, so that's that, that self-concept that, yeah, I can eat whatever. Um, that's That would totally be still part of you, don't you, do you think? I mean, maybe. I, I feel like logically I know that that's not true. I mean, I've had conversations about, like, certain foods don't sit well you know you can feel it um but I I don't know just thinking about our self-concepts just made me wonder like is that really still who I am because I was also the one who I never went low fat I never went low calorie because like this is all silly it all means no taste like I'm not going to do that I'm going to eat the full fat and I'm, I'm going to be fine so maybe maybe there is something still hanging in right that I can do what I want and ultimately I'll be fine yeah 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 and like yeah I was just thinking I think I used to I used to have that as well um and like in some ways that could be a helpful self-concept Melanie because you do eat whatever but it, just as long as you're going to listen to like it's the quantity and that you're listening to your body then that's fine because yeah. when you when you were like you would eat whatever when you were but you wouldn't and like when you were younger but you also probably weren't overeating eating then like we yeah, I feel like I was that's the all crazy right part. interesting yeah. interesting you know like that American Chipotle restaurant that has those huge burritos yeah, are, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. remember how many calories they say those things are like she and I could each eat one ourselves like a big one not just not the little mini one um and so I don't know if it was just because we were just burning so much you know because you're go 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 um and so we could sustain something like that or if it was because when we would eat like that it really wasn't every day right like that would the rest of the time when we would eat maybe was very reasonable um, yeah. and that was part of it too and and now I don't know maybe maybe I'm just eating more than I should at multiple meals like it's not just once a week or once every couple of weeks um and clearly over the years I have been eating too much like that that's obvious I wouldn't be in this situation if I hadn't been so um but I think maybe just changing that mindset on the approach to food because I do eat for the most part what I want yeah yeah typically like I, think... I, I like my food I enjoy it although I did have something recently I need to run by you but you know so I don't feel like that's a problem I plan my meals you know I I don't know um maybe it is still this I should be able to eat as much as I want it's holding me back a little bit yeah I would just like and also like just think about what and sometimes you don't have to like completely throw out a self-concept like maybe it's just that you need to add like it to evolve it a little bit to like a refine refine it so it's like 
yeah, I eat whatever I want and I listen to my body, like, and I stop, like, and I don't overeat. Yeah. Like, I eat whatever I yeah, want. Yeah, and I think... I, I, I'm, and I'm mindful of my quantities, like, or something that, that just, that adds that extra dimension to remind you of, yeah, that, like, this is the new me. It's like, I don't do low-fat stuff. I don't do bad diet stuff. I don't do any of that crazy stuff. Like, and, and... And I also, how I, and you know, however that that feels good to you to to frame it. Yeah, I think I might need to take it a step further. Of, of yes, I can eat what I want, but I I'm not sure how to word it. But I need to to recognize and and I guess really own like there are some foods that I think pack the pounds on for me, and it just it is what it is. Like, um, and they're foods that I love. And so it's not that I can't eat them, but I think I need to make like healthier portions, like, just yeah. like watch the portions around them. Yeah. And that's yeah, okay. make them more of an accent, I guess, and just be more cognizant that it's not daily that I eat yes. these foods. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's like, and, and also like, I guess the other thing to think about is like, do you still want to be that, that, that girl? like the skinny freak fat girl like <laughs> well sure <laughs> <laughs> I mean that would be fantastic right um, yeah but I guess the other part of this like natural part of aging is that yeah like, I can't be like I have to accept that for sure yeah and maybe yeah like she was fine and we liked her but it's time for a new Melanie yeah 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 definitely He's also fun and we like her a lot as well. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, maybe I'm not the, maybe on occasions I could survive being the skinny fat girl, but not on a, a regular basis. Yeah, and that's okay. I think it's like being being okay with like that our bodies do change and as we age and that's that's part of it. And that's like, and that we can choose your new self-concept yeah yeah does that feel okay melanie yeah it does it does okay um i will work with that thanks jules excellent okay does anyone else want we can just coach on general stuff now it doesn't have to be self-concept stuff does anyone have any questions or anyone volunteering to have a chat got eight minutes come on you guys come on lots of in the chat here who had one on who had self-concept around sleep that wanted that we need because that sounded like that was a, a few people had that is that cynthia yeah do you want to talk about tell me tell me this let's talk talk cynthia <laughs> um well yeah i've always been sort of a night owl i think i just wanted peace and quiet even when i was very young and because I have a, I grew up with four siblings and um, I think I just needed peace and quiet to get my homework done or, you know, whatever. So I ended up being one of the last ones to go to bed. And I even have a reputation as far back as my parents. My mother would say that when I was very little, <laughs> they would be in bed asleep and then they would hear a noise. And there I was at the foot of their bed playing. 
Right, right. So, so anyway, but I know, you know, I've had, you know, employment times in my life that I've had to get up and it's been a, it's been difficult, but I've, you know, had to get up early. So I've made myself get up, you know, go to bed later and, you know, whatever. And getting my um, special needs son, I had a routine that my family didn't understand why I was doing the way I did. And I said, I've got to have this ready. I've got to have it ready because the the bus comes at certain, you know, this certain time and it's got to be, I'll go crazy if I don't have his shoes in this place and his wheelchair in this place and blah, blah, blah. Of course, yeah. And, and I would just make sure. And that was just, I was under the gun. You know, I was, I had a pressure of that bus coming to pick him up. <laughs> So, and also um, just in general, I guess this is more a self-discipline thing because I know that I've, I've realized I'm 57 and I have realized that if, if there's an outside force, I can be more disciplined. Like if, like when I was pregnant with my son with special needs, I had gestational diabetes and I was the only mother in the pool with my older children that were doing pool lessons after the lessons. The other mothers just dangled their feet in the water, but I knew I needed to wiggle around. And so I'd get in the water and get, you know, ugly. I would get my hair all wet. You know, I just did it. <laughs> and I'd be like, come on, y'all, you know, and splash and whatever. And I was pregnant and had the diabetes thing going against me with the gestational and, and nobody else was doing that. They all looked lovely with their hair. You know, it was just, they were, pristine you know they're just like their legs got wet you know so then we would leave and then we'd go home and I would check my blood sugar and I'd say okay time to eat you know right it'd be low yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd have a nice salad with cottage cheese in it you know protein in there and, and so I did well and and I walked I made myself sometimes I was upset at having to walk but I would go out and walk and I would listen to tapes books on tape and stuff like that and so, and then with my next pregnancy, my last one, my fourth child, I actually had diabetes and full out and I had to do insulin. They told me to do insulin with the, with the one with gestational, I did it all myself. I did everything. I didn't have to do insulin. And the nurse was really excited for me because the heart rate was good. And she was like, I think you're going to have somewhere between a six and seven pound baby. Right. And that means you got good control. And, and then the doctor said it too. He even told me, he said, I've delivered so many babies. He was a general practitioner. And he said, I'm going to go to the, I'm considering going to the board and saying, you can do this without having to do, you know, he was using me as an example. I don't know if he really did it. <laughs> But he said he was th thinking about doing that and saying, you don't have to give these ladies medicine, you know, and they can do it. Okay. So, so your self-concept is that you can, yeah, you can so do it. You can do it when there's yeah, a, yeah. Dead, like there's when there's a deadline. There's or, outside, if there's an outside reason, I don't know why I can't do it just for Cynthia. Why can yeah. I not go to bed earlier just for Cynthia? <laughs> Why can I, you know, because I've been trying to tell myself, you like sleep. Sleep is good. You miss it when you have to wake up and you didn't. <laughs> <get up. laughs> yeah. Uh, remember what that feels like. You're in the bed and you're warm and you want to go to sleep, you know, and why can't I start that earlier and make it work? But then I, I fight because I want that quietness and I want that time myself, but I'm really cheating yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the so. two, like, yeah, like you're seeing it as, yeah, like, and that's, I think that's probably the biggest reason why people stay up late is because that's the only time that they get time for themselves. And yeah, yeah. yeah so this is kind of a, a self-concept thing, but it's also kind of just a practical thing of like time to yourself 
-hmm. And so like, how can you give yourself that time like earlier in the day? So then you're not needing the time, the, the time Mm -hmm. for yourself. Good question. I'll have to think about that. Yeah. Um, Cause I used to be the same Cynthia and like, but since having children, like getting up early, like, like started getting up early because like that was my time for myself. Like that's the time that I can meditate. And that, so that, that was like my incentive to get to bed was so then I'd have better quality time for myself in the morning. Yeah. 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 I just see, I just see a pattern with whatever it is, eating, sleeping, you know, whatever. It seems like there has to be some sort of an outside force and I need to get past that. And, and I need to be my own outside force. Right. <laughs> you no, know, I just, yeah. Or rather than like you look, yeah. So no, but rather than looking to be motivated by external, you want to be motivated by your internal, like taking care of you. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Right. My mother, my mother was not like that. She was kind of chaotic in a way. And she would have like, she was not the walker in the family. Yeah, My dad had diabetes and he was a walker. Instead of having his lunch for an hour at his job, he walked. Right. He walked every lunch hour. He walked and until he retired. But anyway, so I need, I, I used to tell myself, I need to start telling myself again, I'm the walker. You know, I take after my dad, you know, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to, that's a good thing is like, how can you, cause it's like the self-concept can be like something that you take from your parents or it's like a, as well, yeah. like it doesn't have to come from you. So yeah. Like how, yeah. and like, would your dad take care of himself? Like, would he pray? Like he obviously did. Cause he pretty was much, I mean, yeah. yeah, pretty much. I mean, he was diabetic the whole, his whole life. As far as I knew, he, he became diabetic somewhere between my brother being born and I was the second one. So he, from that, you know, from the get-go when I knew him, you know, we always knew that daddy had diabetes. And so, you know, we were well-versed in what that meant, you know, to a degree when we were children, you know? So, yeah. And he would, he would um, forego certain things. We could see him foregoing certain things. Now birthday cake, he would have some. Yeah, of course. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. So how can you, yeah. Like think about that, Cynthia, like, how can you, like, I'm that thought that I, I take after my dad, like, how can you use that to help you change your self-concept now? Because at the moment, your self-concept is, I, I don't, I don't take care of myself, except if there's a, an outside reason. Yeah. 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 I need to stop saying that. I know that. Much. Well, yeah. <laughs> I need yeah. to stop thinking Stop thinking that. that. <laughs> but also... And maybe, and maybe plug in, I mean, I'm visual. So maybe make a collage of my dad and me. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I need something to grasp and hold on to and say, this is what, uh, maybe this is what I'm doing now, or, you know, make a game or an experiment for myself for a month and say, this is what I'm going to focus on this month. I'm going to sleep because I like sleep (laughs) or whatever, you know, and all a part of the the healthy thoughts. And yeah, I don't know. I I gotta, I need to explore how to get. Yeah. Yeah. Just sit with it. Like that, like I'm ready to like, I'm ready to change this self-concept that I take care of, that I, (laughs) and and it, it'll come to you yeah yeah right. well, thanks. okay thank you cynthia okay that was a great session everyone i'm looking forward to reading the chat i didn't get to keep up with it i'm um, sorry we've gone a little bit over time 
But um, yeah, I will catch everyone next week with the time changes. So have a good week, everyone. I'll catch you soon.